Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to What's for Dinner. It's me, Flip. Who else would it be? Let's be honest. I'm coming to you actually from my cabin aboard the Norwegian Getaway. Now, I wasn't doing the interview here. This is just where I am right now when I'm doing this little intro thing. Uh, this week, actually, on the show, I'm actually excited. Not that I'm never not excited, but there's some people when they're on the show and I'm like, I'm really, really glad I can get this guy on the show. And this is one of them, mainly because I've known the guy for so long. It's Jay Davis. Um, you probably recognize Jay Davis uh, as one of the comedians that was on Torgasm with Dane Cook. And we talked about that. We talked about his relationship with Dane, how it started. And uh, Jay is also an amazing promoter around Los Angeles. So um, we talked about, you know, uh, how he just hustles, like really one of the biggest hustlers in the world. And um, all the shows that he's doing, it just swaps some really fun road stories. It's really, really a cool uh, show to listen to. Like I said, a lot of great road stories from a really great comic. And um, that's it. I got nothing to plug because I'm on a ship for a month. Except my new CD, Welcome to Elbow. I've mentioned it so many times. You guys should know by now. On my website, Amazon, iTunes. Check it out, download it, give it a review. And now I'm going to shut up because I want you to enjoy this. What's for dinner with Jay Davis. Bye-bye. What's for dinner? What's for dinner? What, what's for dinner? Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Yep, that's how it works. Oh, <coughs> sorry. Had a little frog in my throat there, or I hit puberty. One of the two. Hey! Hi! How you doing? <laughs> a frog in your throat. Is that uh, what his name is? Yeah, well, French guy. Yeah. It's a French guy in my throat. Okay. <laughs> you all right? We're I'm, gra- I'm great. Thanks okay. for having me. No, I didn't know if I was supposed to talk yet. I was yeah, no, no. A, this, this, I was waiting for a question to be asked. No, no. There's an intro afterwards. I was so. like, I didn't know if you guys did like, a, you know, because I've done podcasts before where, where there's always like someone does a rant at the front. And oh, yeah, like, yeah. Like, like Adam Hunter was like, uh, okay, so just don't talk for like the first 15 minutes. I do my rant. <laughs> so I didn't know if a rant was, you know, something. No, <laughs> so I was waiting until like, oh, hi. Now, you How know are what? you? For the longest time, I would do like, a, hey, everybody, welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And I just, I listen back. I'm like, this sounds so fucking cheesy. I don't know why I'm <laughs> pretending such as, I'd, I'd rather this be so low key and just, you know, very, uh, but you know, conversational. Mention, yeah, like, like people just talking in somebody's living room. Yeah, yeah. that's what, cool. what we're doing, the <laughs> studio slash living room. Yeah. But I will mention that the person sitting in the big chair this week is comedian, entrepreneur, uh, Promoter extraordinaire, native Floridian. Yes. Jay Davis, everybody. Hey, thanks for having me. Jay, thanks for being had, my friend. It's so good to be here. Yeah, it's so funny. Jay and I, like, we met out here. Did we meet out here or did we meet in Florida? Because I know we had the Florida connection. I, I believe we met out here. But I think something happened where you, like, you knew my family. Yeah, down in uh, Plantation, Florida. Wait, it's the because cl- my cousin was like, "Do you know a guy named Flip Schultz?" I go, "Yeah," and I didn't even know you're from there. He goes, "Oh, he just came down to shoot like a commercial at our barn." Yeah, yeah. I <clears throat> what we did is uh, Michael, or uh, a friend of mine that Allison knows, we were doing um, some sketch uh, sketch of Smallville. We did like a Smallville spoof. Oh my God, this is that long ago. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. And we were driving around uh, Davie which was this uh, town next to where I was living at the time with my parents. And we saw this barn. We're just driving, looking for location. And we saw this barn. And we're like, oh, that would be a great thing for like the, like the opening of Smallville, to have a barn. So we went up and just knocked on the door and said, hi, we're shooting something. Can we just shoot your barn? And they were like, uh, yeah, I guess. That's fine. 
And we talked to him for a second, and then we just set up the camera and did like five minutes of just a yeah. establishing shot of the barn. And was that was my cousin that answered the door there? Was I guess so. So, but yeah, found out that like your relatives owned the barn that we were yeah, shooting at. That's it. Yeah. And then another cousin of yours, I was in a commercial with. Well, yeah, that, wait, that's what it is. It's the same. Oh, is it the same, same guy? guy? That was his parents' house. <clears throat> that's what it is. So it was my uncle and aunt. Oh. What the fuck. And this then you crazy. ended up doing. This is all coming for full circle now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I and didn't you realize, didn't realize that s- that's Robbie's. That's Robbie's. I didn't know house. they were the same people. Oh my god. Yeah. That's so fucking. That's wow. crazy. Wait, yeah. And they were messy. like, like that's just crazy. So like, what did you do when you came up? You were like, hey, um, I'm a comedian. I'm shooting this sketch. Or and they go, well, I, I guess my, yeah. my nephew's a, a comedian. And then you're like, oh. No, we no, did, no. We didn't know about each other at all yet because that was early. You, before we did not we know met. about each other. Yeah, it just came like later, like somehow. I think were you at Uncle Funny's? Did you come down and do a spot? Or I think s- I did one time. Maybe that's. That, and, I think but that you might know what's weird. It. Like I don't even remember doing it. Like my mind is like I don't know. Maybe if it's I was so partying pretty hard or yeah. what, but <laughs> I I think I remember my cousin said oh, I get you set there. Or we went down there. And maybe I did a guest set one night. So, I think I might have run if, into you. Th- you know what? Lauderdale. Wait, and it's coming back to me. I think because she, I did a commercial for. Um, uh, Renault, a, uh, a car company. You know the the Get Up a yeah. commercial yeah, yeah, yeah. that actually became like this big, big. Is that a French car? It was a French car. And you were but just a, talking about a French, some French guy. Oh yeah, the right, frog yeah, in my throat. Yeah, His yeah, name is Renault too. There you I, go. Yeah. Perfect. I, yeah. I used to drive him a lot. <laughs> That's what he does after he get up. Uh, he get ups into your throat. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to being. Quiet. Oh, I love what she tries. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding, baby. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's this big car commercial, and uh, I, I was kind of the main guy. And then there were uh, this car drove by, and there were four guys in the car, or five guys in the car, headbanging, and your cousin was one of them. Oh, that's hilarious! What? And, yeah, one of the headbangers is his cousin. That's fucking crazy. And did sick? you make that commercial in Florida? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. We shot it in like the Everglades somewhere. That's crazy. And um, I think I was because I, I guess I was talking with your cousin before they were shooting their part or whatever, mm-hmm. and I mentioned that I'm a comedian, and um, either. We invite. I invited him to Uncle Funny's when I was doing a spot, or he said, "I'm going to Uncle Funny's, and uh, my cousin's going to be there, and he's a comedian out in L.A." And I, because I now I'm kind of remembering meeting you briefly in the lobby of Uncle Funny's. That's crazy. I probably did. Yeah, I don't even remember like and being there. It's weird. That's how it's, long that's ago how it was. Long, it was. God, that had to be late '90s. Yes, because I hadn't moved to L.A. yet. And I remember he was telling me, "You got to meet this guy, Flip Schultz. He's great. Just did a commercial <laughs> with him." And uh, so it's and then so I met you, and then, and then I'd always every time I go to the improv, I'd always see you there, and we'd always see each other, and then we were fortunate enough to get to work together, oh, some and, and do shows. Well, well yeah, see, Flip I had that. a cot in the corner with his name on it at the improv. For yeah, <laughs> for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> five years you lived here. <laughs> see, I re- now the thing is, like, I had heard your name before um, I even put the two together that we had already met, because when I first moved out here, fucking um, Dublin's was like the room to do. Dublin's was a room that uh, Jay ran on Sunset. Yeah, back in the day. Back, back the in the old day. Dublin's, uh, uh, the, they had a huge, basically an upstairs there that we turned into a comedy show. That, you know, that's when I started comedy like professionally. Like, I knew that if I started a room, then uh, it'd be easier to get spots. You know, if I could start a good room, and, and then uh, I didn't know that the room was going to turn out to be. Like this legendary comedy it, night. I mean, it really, it, it, well, everybody was going to Dublin. It's not just comics. I mean, like, it, it, celebrities. It was, it was almost felt like the comedy in the 80s where, like, 
where the, what the comedy store was in the 80s, Dublin's was in like the early 2000s. It it's really like the, true. Oh. Yeah, it was it was really incredible. Like, awesome. I mean, the most famous people were coming in there. I'm mean, hanging out with Britney Spears and Pink and uh, yeah. Justin Timberlake would come there. He brought uh, Cameron Diaz uh, on our first date there. Oh, my God. How awesome. Just to see the comedy of, show. Yeah, one night. Like, the only reason why I know that is... One day, I, went, I don't know if you remember, there used to be a restaurant across the street from the Laugh Factory. It was called Gaucho Grill. I remember. It's, it's no longer there it, now. Yeah. It's like something else. But um, it's literally right across the street. And it's all glass. So when you sit there, you're looking directly at the Laugh Factory for eating. Well, I, I went there for lunch one day with a buddy of mine. And then we're sitting there. And we're just finishing up our lunch. And then he goes, oh, wow. Uh, Cameron Diaz and Justin Timberlake are sitting like two tables behind us. They just sat down. I'm like, oh, I kind of know him. He, he used to come to the Dublin show all the time. He was a big, loved the Dublin show, you know? I should go say hi. And I was like, ah, they just got their food. I don't want to interrupt. That's kind of weird. And he doesn't really know me, so it's kind of awkward. Yeah. So then we, we're closing out over by the bathrooms because like, there's like a counter where you close out with the waiter. We're, we're both standing over there, me and my buddy. And then uh, I noticed um, Justin Timberlake gets up to go walk and what I thought, to the bathroom, and thought, oh, this would be a good time. I'll intercept his walk to the bathroom. Be like, hey, I'm Jay. I, I used to do the Dublin show. I just wanted to say hi, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, he actually uh, was, I thought he was going to the bathroom. He comes up and he goes, Jay Davis! Oh, my oh. gosh! It's so weird! I'm like, what? what? Like He, he was <laughs> coming up to me, and he's like, dude, I'm sitting here with my girlfriend, Cameron, and I was just looking across the street at the Laugh Factory, and I was reminiscing like to her just now. Like, hey, do you remember when we went on our first date to that comedy oh, show at God. Dublin's? God, damn. And then I look over to my right, and you're standing right there! That's- I had to come say hi. That was a moment in my life like, where I was like, wow, like... That's pretty cool. Like, that's really that's cool. That's amazingly like, cool. This huge celebrity was like excited to, to see, see me. You. And it was the only time that's ever happened. And it, hopefully it'll happen again in the future. Oh, I'm sure it will. Nothing like that's happened again. But I was like, wow, I've made it on the Sunset Strip. <laughs> I'm not on TV, but I'm, I'm famous from the Sunset Strip. It's like, so funny. Well, like I said, man, it was like a legendary room. I mean, uh, that's where like, and that's where you met Dane too, right? Actually, yeah, it is. Exactly. I met Dane for the very first time at Dublin's. Yeah, that's when I met him. I, uh, yeah. what, what happened was we were running this great room, and you know, it was a meta met and myself that started the room together, and, um, and uh, the two of us collaborated very well on that night. And, and you know, he had a lot of celebrity friends because we'd both been in L.A. for a long time prior to starting comedy night, you know? Mm-hmm. And even starting comedy, both of us had been in L.A. for a long time as actors, too. So we both kind of knew different celebrities. So when we promoted, I would, you know, I always invited my celebrity friends out, and he'd invite his celebrity friends out, and so they would all come together, and it just, it just manifested, you know. Uh-huh. And then all these great comics would come out, and then I met Dave Chappelle, like prior to doing comedy. I told him I wanted to do comedy, and he was like, "Yeah, you just gotta get on stage and do it." And then um, I was like, "Cool," because I used to run this bar that he used to frequent. And um, Freaking to do spots or just a drink? It was just a drinking bar. Oh. It was at the Sunset Marquee Hotel. It was the little bar in there. Okay. I was one of the managers there back in the day. Um, really? Yeah. So I, I was working there, and uh, it was a great spot, like rock stars, models, and a lot of cool people would hang out there. And I was the guy just in charge of making sure it was running smoothly. So and, cool. And um, so Dave would come in a lot, and I used to talk to him. I'm like, dude, I really want to do comedy. You know? uh, and he goes, yeah, you just get on stage. 
So then I guess one of the waitresses told Dave Chappelle, I didn't even know he was in town, but he came back to town. He's, she's like, hey, Jay started a comedy night. He's like, what do you mean he started his own night? She goes, yeah, he built a stage up at the top of this Irish pub. And then the next time I saw him, like a day later, he said, hey, I heard you started your own night. And he goes, that's pretty impressive. He goes, you know, being a comedian like myself, like a pretty successful comedian, uh, actually very successful comedian, a lot of people always come up and ask his advice on how do they start comedy. And he's like, no one ever starts comedy, much less starts, creates their own, own night. Room, yeah. Like he goes, that's huge, dude. He goes, when is it? I go, it's this Tuesday. He goes, I'm in town till Wednesday. He goes, I'll tell you what, call up all your friends, tell them Dave Chappelle's doing 20 minutes. Oh, what shit. The? Yeah, that was on my like fourth week there. But so, that'll get that room so started. That, that, that really, it's all Dave Chappelle, to be honest with you. Like, I give Dave Chappelle so much credit. Well, he's a listener of the show, so I'm sure yeah, he appreciates it. Yeah, he's our number one so, fan, actually. I yeah. love you, Dave. And I'll be in Dayton, Ohio, by, by the way, this week. So, <laughs> oh, cool. Uh, at uh, uh, Steve Hofstetter's uh, newest club, uh, Wiley's. Wiley's, uh, yeah. Wiley's yeah. in Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, I heard oh, it was good. Cool. So, I'll be there. And hopefully, Dave, if you're listening, Stop by and do a set. I'd always <laughs> wanted to follow you. So, well, uh, I think this episode's going up a couple of weeks <laughs> after you'll be there. Oh, shoot. But well, for those that, who were in Dayton, I'm sure you enjoyed Dave show. Uh, yeah, Dave, Dave was there. So Dave was there. I'm sorry you missed it. Dave <laughs> Pryor came, came back for it. Yeah, it was incredible. Carlin. Yeah, yeah. It, it, Fatty Arbuckle even came. <laughs> so, okay, so with So, anyway, so then Dave's like, yeah, just, uh, he was really nice. And he, and he goes, I mean, who does that? Like, you know that he's like, call your friends, tell them Dave Chappelle's gonna do twenty minutes, and uh, sure enough, he showed up and he and he did twenty minutes and and killed, oh and it was easy to promote that. Yeah, you know, Chappelle. like it packed it out, and then and then of course we you know Ahmed knew some other comics, and we'd already been doing a few weeks, so we tried to put on the best comics like Alonzo Bowden, Darren Carter. Um, some other good comics like that were on and as what, well. What year was that? Mm, that was year two thousand. Okay, so yeah, that's. That's right before I came out here. So like year two thousand, that happened, and then, uh, then that's how I met Dane because Dane <coughs> told me later that he had been hearing about this Dublin's bar show because wow. it's it's a bar, yeah. right? And and yeah. and Dane had told me that he had done so many bar shows in Boston just trying to because he couldn't get. It's harder to get comedy club spots back when you're starting oh, yeah. and so like in order to start he had to do all these rowdy bar shows and it was all tough to he says he finally got to a point where he did comedy central special he was a regular at the laugh factory that was his home club and the improv and he didn't need to do bar shows anymore and he told himself i'm not gonna ever do a bar show again i don't need to i'm making it i don't need to do a bar show so i'm not doing this dublin's show and then he says but then i heard dave Chappelle did it so I thought, well, let me walk down to this place and at least take a look at it. And he said the second he felt the energy as he was walking up the stairs, he says the second he, he crossed through those stairs into the upper room, he goes, oh, my God, this is the best room ever. I have to do this room. Wow. Like, like, I have to do this room. And um, he's like, wow. And then Alonzo Bowden introduced me to him and said, hey, I did. this guy's really funny. You might want to put him on. And I go, <laughs> I go well, but I don't know if I have room. And, and we had just had a discussion, Ahmed and I, about we were having too many comics. The show was just going way too long. And we're still learning on how to produce shows and all that. And we were just basically putting everybody up, like, at that point. And it was just too much. It was just getting, like, it was just wearing th the audience down. Yeah, yeah. And it was unfair to the comics that went on last, you know. So I was like, you know what, we'll put you another day, but I, I can't get you on tonight. I'd love to put you on next week. And he's like, I really want to go tonight. And I'm like, ah, I probably can't. 
Then everybody's like, you should put this guy on. Da, da, da. So finally, I'm like, all right, seven minutes, dude. <laughs> Just do seven minutes. Seven minutes. Yeah, and he did like six minutes and 59 seconds. Beautiful. And within like 30 seconds, I'd never seen anything like it. Like, this was Dane Cook at his best. And he blew, I mean, the place was, uh, people were erupting with laughter, bowling over in their seats, almost throwing up with laughter. Like, wow. that's how hard he killed. Like, oh, yeah. I'd never seen a guy. I've never seen a live comedian kill like that in seven minutes, no less. Yeah, he and he did seven minutes, and then he was just like, he's he as he finished, he looked directly at me, and I was like, ten rows back over by the DJ booth, mm-hmm. and he just streamlines it right to my face, and he goes, seven minutes, dude. <laughs> and then he just kept walking, and I'm like, should I follow this guy? What, what's, and I'm like, I gotta follow this guy. Like, where's he going? Like, I didn't get his number or nothing. I'm like, what am I gonna? Do? He probably hates me now. I'm like, <laughs> this guy should be here every week, you know? So I, I kind of follow him to the bar, and he was kind of, you know, that Dane Cook, you know, yeah. You know, like, yeah, what I now, know, guy? I now know. we don't need to even talk. I just showed you what I could do. But he was still kind of nice to me there. But he was kind of like, yeah, whatever, dude. And I'm like, uh, anyway, well, that was great. You can come back anytime. All right, thanks, dude. And I, I never really got his number. But then the very next night, at around 10 o'clock, place was packed. The then next I, night or the next week? I, I, I My apologies. The very next week. Okay. And then, sure enough, I looked like the, it was like the, the the Red Sea parting. Here comes Dane Cook coming straight towards me at like ten o'clock. Show started at like nine, like mid mid show. Mid show. Like, and he goes, uh, "Think I can go up tonight?" I go, "You're next, dude." <laughs> <laughs> and from that point on, he would come down every week. So oh, the key is, if you want Dane Cook to do your shows, just tell him no. <laughs> yes, and then he'll want to do it every week. But uh, if you ask him to do your shows, he'll say no. But if you tell him, if you, you tell him no, he'll be like, "I'll show you." Next time I see Dane, I'm going to say, "Dude, you can't do my yeah, podcast." Yeah, yeah. Just say, you know, "I don't want you on my podcast, okay?" And then he'll be like, "I'll, I'll do your podcast." Let me have seven minutes, bro. <laughs> seven <laughs> minutes. Yeah. That's all. You can only do seven minutes. <laughs> well, it no, sounds but, like yeah. you've got the right magic to create awesome shows in Hollywood because you've had the Parlor show for how long now? Geez, that's just over four years now. It's pretty amazing. And that's, that's still going yeah. Parlor so Parlor has become like the Monday night place to go. That's like even if you're not going up. Yeah. There are so many comics just hanging. You know, yeah, you know, that's one thing I want to thank all the comics because, uh, you know, I'm not obviously I'm not able to put everybody up and I'm trying to work with my, the highest end in comic, like the best comedians to keep that show rolling. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got guys like Dion Cole coming down and, and uh, Gerard Carmichael and D'Elia and does it a lot. D'Elia, you know, you, you know, and Brent Morin, all these guys are doing great. I try to keep those with Jason Collings and, mm-hmm. you know, but it, but it's I'm so thankful for the comedy community. Like, more than you know, like, it's like, you know, if I'm having a bad day and I walk up to the, just the young comedians, they're, they're really great. And, uh, you know, I try to help as many as I can when I can because it is Hollywood. But it, it just makes me feel great that they, they come down and hang out and they support the show. Mm-hmm. It means the world to me. And I notice it. It doesn't go unnoticed. And I'm, I'm very appreciative of the comedy community and the support they give me. Well, like Allison was saying, you have a reputation, you know, of putting on a great show of creating a great vibe at the place. And I'm not saying this to kiss your ass. I've done your show. I have no reason. Yeah, oh, I love having you. You're killing it. You, I love that you killed it at the uh, the state social that night. We had fun that oh, night. That, dude, that was so cool. I love that room, by the way. That's that. This this. Uh, th- remember I told you I did the Jay's room? It was, um, I think, just before my birthday. Okay, I think so. Maybe. It's this great little upstairs room. It's like an, it's an attic. You it's, call a, it the, it's an attic, yeah. yeah. And what was great about that night... It's got a very New York vibe. Very. That's what I love about it. Very New York vibe, yeah. It's my favorite room to perform in right now. Uh, It's... Where is it? It's uh, just off Sunset by... um, 
dead. It's the old Red Rock. It's uh, it's 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 uh, right there at Sunset and Holloway, where Holloway. Where, where it meets. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know exactly. And um, what I loved about well, number one, the setup of the room is great. It reminds me of the Yoohoo a little bit in that it's all it's a teardrop. It's all kind of focused right into that corner. Yes. You know, it's a, it's a it's a it's the energy. It's just like an arrow right to you. Exactly. Um. And we that, had a good night that night, wasn't it? Pretty crowded the night you were there. I thought it was. You know pretty, what? It was. It started off slow. It but started then off it slow, up. but then some. You you were like yelling through the curtain. Hey everybody, we got comedy up here, and yeah. people started coming up. It, it was really cool. Yeah. yeah, but what was cool for me, and this is just like comedy aside. Um, oh my god, I'm forgetting his name. <clears throat> the guy who's the actor, Tony Stark. Tony Stark. Anthony. How Stark. can oh, I forget yes. Tony Stark? Yes, yes, yes. That yeah, he was great. He, he did not great. only was he really funny. I totally am a fan of his because he was in some of my favorite movies from the 80s. He was in 18 again. He was in Repossessed, which was the Exorcist spoof. He's an amazing actor, too. Great actor. Great yeah. comic timing. And, and a walked, good friend. A very good friend of mine. I could see that. I could, he went right up he's to... He's another guy I met at that bar. He used to hang out at that bar a long time ago. We, oh, the one was, that you met Chappelle at? Yeah. He's been oh, on Seinfeld, so cool. too. I, I didn't yeah, yeah. He was, um, he was... Uh, 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 Oh, he, no, he referred to himself in the third person all the time, like oh, that guy, like yeah. Joey's, like in yeah, Elaine. Yeah, it remember. was the one with the shoes, with George uh, George's shoes. Can't believe I'm forgetting his character's name. It's a pretty popular name too, and I forgot it as well. Um, I, I want to say it starts with a J, but uh, it'll come to me yeah. at, at randomly. Um, Somebody listening right now knows exactly. I guarantee Pilar knows. <laughs> um, one of our listeners. Yeah. But the cool thing was, like after his set. Um, and then he stuck around for. I think I went up right after him. Yeah, you did actually. And uh, yeah, I, and I had a. Great I noticed you posted some pictures, or, or one of you guys did. I po- on, yeah, I posted yeah. a picture of me and uh, me oh, and that's cool. Tony. <clears throat> and then I I followed him outside, and because I recognized when he was doing his set, I said, "You're a fan of Carlin, aren't you?" And he looks at me like, and he looked to his girl. He goes, "I told you," and he like high fived me. And I said, "Yeah, I could tell because when you were done, you did like this bow." When you were done with the bit, and Carlin, that's what Carlin would do is kind of like an indicator the joke is over. And he goes, I fucking love that you know that. When, I'm pre- when I was going over my bits in my place, I would do that and I would say, like, Carlin tribute. Or he said right. something like that. And it was just so cool that not only was he, is he a great actor, he is a fan of comedy. You yeah, know? not only that, like, you know, when George Carlin got his first sitcom, he was, mm. the, he was on the sitcom he was as a bartender. the bartender. Yeah. yeah. That That's was right. he was on. I think it was on for one year, one season. I think, yeah. And uh, Tony played the bartender. That's right. At Carlin's place, so he was good friends with Carlin, or he at least worked with him and knew him well. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I could, you know, and and uh, you know, I'm going to try to get Tony involved more in that particular room as well because he he lives like right across the street. Oh, that's perfect. So, and he, yeah, and and um, how long is that? He hasn't been on stage a lot. If he's getting on stage all the time, he could be dynamite. He's got a genius kind of vibe about his comedy. It's very smart and original. Very smart and the 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 way he does it, it's very thought out. It's almost like it's 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 not a bit, it's a piece. It's like a monologue. Right. Yeah. But that's why I think he needs more stage time because if he can learn to go in and out of his monologue. Right. And be a little more in the moment. Which is what more standy Stand up is Standy. Standy. More standy. Yeah we'll call it Standy. Why you why you drive walking away at the driving. (laughs) But uh anyway I just think he's got potential to be incredible. Oh absolutely. And that room especially, that, what I love about that room, too, it's like, it's a great workout room and a great performance room. You know, it's like you can, you can if, if, if you open with some proven shit, get the audience on your side, it's a comfortable enough room that you could do some more newer shit that you're still trying to workshop a bit. That's why I love it so much. Yeah. And, and it's also, you know, me as a, um, someone that enjoys watching comedy myself is, um, 
it's my favorite place to sit down and watch other comics. Yeah. Like, because I have ADHD. Like, at the parlor, I don't stop moving. I just don't stop moving. I know. Because it's so busy in there. Oh. But this place, I could actually sit down in those comfortable chairs. Yeah. And you just, they have, like, cares, uh, chairs and couches that are so comfortable. I can just, like, squeeze into this chair. I just sit back and feel relaxed and then laugh my ass off watching all you guys. Baby, we got to go to that room. you got to see this room. I would well, I should to. book both of you guys on the same night or something. I would you love know, that. Let's do that. That works, 100%. too. 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody listening, come see us yeah. at the State <laughs> Social sometime. Yeah, it's a fun time. It is. Now, um, I just because I wanted to ask you something else, because uh, like Jay, you've done some like some really cool things. I think one of the coolest and we're talking about Dane was you got to do the Torgasm thing. Yeah, that was awesome. Oh, like, yeah. not only was that I can imagine an amazing tour, but it was an HBO phenomenon. Yeah, but nobody knew it was going to be on HBO when we were shooting that. Re- so that's what I was going to ask you. Like, yeah. how, how did that kind of come together? Like, how, were, how did Dane approach you? Well, Dane and- Cook's a genius. You know, I mean, he's just so business savvy and uh, smart. Um, and, and believes in himself so much that he backs, you know, he does what everybody says, you know, don't put your own money into your movie or don't put your own money into your tour. He took all his own money that he made and paid for that tour himself. Really? And paid for the shoot himself. And um, it was supposed to be shot as an actual documentary that if he didn't sell that, like, as a, sp- a documentary movie, mm-hmm. which was what the, the what they wanted to do with it, then he would just, you know, make it a documentary DVD to sell to his fans off his website. Okay. But what happened was he was planning on doing his uh, first HBO special, and he thought it'd be kind of neat to, when they were pitching his HBO special, he actually pitched, he showed him some clips from Torgasm that he shot to the head of HBO. So at, this is after you time. guys had already done the tour? We'd already done the tour, and okay. he had some clips, and he, he was pitching to do, they really wanted him for his first HBO special. Uh, which was one of his dreams that he wanted to do. And I think that what he did was he, he showed some uh, clips of, of the footage of the tour that we did just to kind of show him, like, look, this is how many fans I have right now. Like, I should have an HBO special. <laughs> you know, it'll be good. Believe me, we'll get ratings. Look at all these people that come out to see me. And, um, and then he showed the guy, and the guy's like, oh, this should be a series. And then they, they just cut it up and made it into a... Like a series. Yeah, it was like what, and then it was six a, it, and it was like the lead in to, to Dane's the special. special. Yeah. yeah, which was brilliant. which was Dane's idea. That brilliant. That was idea. Dane's idea. Like I remember him telling me that. Like it'd be cool to put this as a lead in to my special. And I think that's why they didn't show a lot of comedy on the Torgasm. Like uh, you know they they, well, they didn't show a lot of his. Sm- they showed like you and Gary and uh, yeah, but they didn't show a lot. A lot of you know, like actual stand-up. It was more behind the scenes yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I think that the the main main reason was he. It was a teaser mm-hmm. to like, okay, now we got to watch his special. It's special. Smart, right. yeah. 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 Oh, make you like the behind the scenes yeah. part of it. So that's Jones in to see the main. That was so. the whole purpose of of that particular series. And I how think. many cities? Do you remember how many cities were on that tour? I mean, we started in uh, L.A. Well, we started. I think we closed out in L.A., but we left L.A. And I think we started in like San Francisco, and then. Um, Northern California, and then we went up to Oregon, and then Washington. I don't remember exactly how many cities. I just know that we we toured the whole country, and then at some point we had to fly a cup to a couple of dates. Like we stopped in like Chicago, and then we flew from Chicago to New Orleans, and did shows there, and and then back. So some back. some some shows we'd have to fly to, and then other ones. Most of them were were on the tour we're on bus. The, on the tour bus, which was awesome because you would do a show and then you just go on the bus after, and then we'd leave and sleep on the bus and oh, hang out, and then we'd wake up the next day at the new venue, and it was really cool. It was awesome. It was really they did an excellent job, obviously planning that out. And oh yeah, yeah. I was fortunate enough to be 
chosen to. Uh, so yeah, that's I was to gonna ask. That. Like, so did uh, how did Dane, Dane like ask you to do this, and uh, how long did it take you? To you know, say I, yes? I was just thinking. It's weird. I just thought about that guy today. Uh, how um, I even got to go on the road with him. I I think, you know, I had done Dublin's, and then, you know, I started getting better at comedy, and then I started getting more shows, and then I I became a laugh factory and comedy store regular, and and then I was at the Ice House every weekend for a while um, on the smaller room back in the day, and I was working so hard at the time, like I would be out trying to get, like a golf game, like how many sets can I get in in one night, like. You know, which was the way to do it, obviously. That's the, the way people make it. And, mm-hmm. and you know, at one time I would do like three, four sets a night, you know, and Dane was noticing that. And at the same time, I was kind of depressed with the bar business, and I didn't want to be in the bar business. Oh, so and you're still working at the bar I was still this. working at the bar during this couple nights so, okay, a week. So Only even two when nights a week. I, but I was trying to get full-time into comedy, but, I, you know, it was scary, like, to leave oh, yeah, a regular a job. And then I finally quit that job. I go, I'm just going to do it. I, I just was doing so much comedy that I thought, you know what, I'm going to quit my job. I had a little bit of savings, and I thought, I'm just going to go full-fledged, try to be a comedian. And I think, like, within a few days after me quitting the job and really making that decision, um, I was hanging out with Dane one day. We were just hanging out, and we were just we went to the Virgin Record stores, I remember. And we are just, that's not there anymore, obviously, because no one buys records. But we were at the Sucks. Virgin store on Sunset. In the movie department or whatever, looking at video games, maybe I don't know. And I remember just telling him it was kind of scary, and and I I just decided I, I'm I, I quit I quit I'm not gonna have a real job. I'm just gonna be entertainment and comedy. That's it. And I think he admired that, and he noticed my hard work, and he goes, you know what, dude, you know what, you should open for me. I'm I'm gonna bring you on the road with me. And I was like, wow. really? He goes, yeah, I'll bring you on the road. That's awesome. Because um, Robert Kelly right now is just too funny. <laughs> he's like like you know because he was bringing robert kelly on the road and then robert like, got a little uh, mad that, that that's kind of the tension on the torgasm i was robert gonna, I, yeah because robert used to you know that was a cush job to get to go on the road uh with dane cook and open for him and you know sold out you know three thousand people yeah. five thousand people i mean that's the life you, you and you're, you, you know when you go on the road with dane cook you're not staying at motel sixes you know no, you're you know i mean you know you he's making sevens. sure no i mean like you know we're we're staying in like you know, even though I'm the opener, I got treated like, you know, I'm with yeah. Dane. You know, it was You're amazing. part of the show. Yeah, yeah it was. It was pretty amazing. So, but um, basically, he was like, Robert should be headlining, and you know, it's just like I'm trying to work new stuff, and he's destroying. So it, nothing against, you know, like he's like, listen, I love, I love you, and I, there's nothing more that I, that Dane wanted than Robert to keep opening for him. But at the same but time, at the same time, it was gotta- time for you to go headline because you're so funny yeah it's like the nest it's like you know it's a lot of pressure it's a lot of pressure on a a giant headliner you have to sell out you have to you know do all that business then you have to kill with new material in front of your fans and dane's always doing new material but if you're following a guy who's crushing all the time i'm sure it's a little bit more pressure and i'm sure a lot of guys can do it but it was and it was a nice way to help me too Mm -hmm. and i think i think he realized at the time too dublin's probably Helped his career a lot, and I think that he gave back by bringing me on the road for helping him with. Uh, so I, I really believe, you know, the Dublin's thing it was part of it, and 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 he remembered that that helped his career. That's cool in that, to know in that too. time. So that's I think awesome. that's why he invited me to go to pay it forward. All and the so way he around. and so he, he invited you to go on the road for the tour guest thing, or uh, the, just the tour. I went on the road with him first, just. Just, just as the opener, him. and then the tour gasm thing came naturally. Yeah, it was, goes, either, well, it was either me, Robert, and Gary, uh, or Gary Goldman, 
like, for instance, Gary or Robert would feature sometimes, but then there were times where it would just be me and Dane. Okay. You know, the, and the, the, but I was on the road with him when he was doing the cl final club dates. Because there for a while, he was for about six months, he was doing the improvs and all that. And I got to do those, which was great because we did like six shows, a, you know, six to nine shows a weekend. And that, like that can't help but make weekend. you more polished, too. Yeah, it, helped me, it helped me learn comedy. And then, um, then he's like, screw this. I should be doing theaters. This is an easy sellout. So, like, within six months, he stopped doing clubs. He's like, I'm just going to do theaters. And then that turned into stadiums. All <laughs> within, like, a year and a half. You're like, things... You keep it's setting your sights bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like just, he really yeah. kept doing it. You don't settle. You just yeah. keep on building. Keep on. Yeah, that's what you got to do. Like, oh, I just I love that you were around that too. It, that I was. I, I remember going into this college with him, and he's like, they had this big stage set up in like a like where the basketball team pl played in the stadium, but they put a big backdrop up, and uh, it was going to be like two or three thousand students, and. When we got there, Dane's like, yeah, man, would it be great to sell something like that? I heard Adam Sandler sold this. Who did it? Adam Sandler sold this out. Wouldn't it be cool to sell this out? Man. And that same day, he, he goes, uh, oh, wow. They, so many kids showed up that they had to tear the backdrop down. Wow. And we had to do comedy in the round for the first time. And wow. it was like in the, not even in the round. It was just a square stage. So they had to take the backdrop off because it was like – like 8,000 kids showed up. Jesus. And I remember, he's like, are you scared? Are you scared? I'm, I'm excited. I, I feel like a WWF wrestler. <laughs> I get to go up in front of this crowd right now. This is amazing. Oh, God. And it was, it was one of my favorite things to do. And I think that's, then the next in the round we did, I got to do the Cape Cod Melody Tent with him, which was about 3,000 people in the round in uh, Cape Cod. And, and I think that's when he, he was like, I'm not sure about this in the round thing. But then after we did it a couple times, uh, he was like, yeah, this is great. And that's how he did his special in the round. In the round, yeah, yeah. In the stadium. So. Dude. And I got to notice, see that kind of happen, it, it which is pretty and cool. Develop. Oh, my it's God. It's probably even crazier to think, like, the energy that you feel when you're on stage, when you have a great crowd, when it's all coming at you and there's, you know, a wall behind you. But if you have all that energy coming at this centralized point in the middle of the room, I, I that just must feel it was absolutely the best. incredible. It was the best. If you Like, I had an... I, I got lucky. I had a really good set on both of those shows, and and uh, the energy of the people. Like you just, and plus I'm ADHD and I'm hyperactive, so um, it, I'm always moving anyway. So it was just fun. Like I would do my bits, and then just I just kept moving around the stage, and no matter where I moved, there was people. Right. And I yeah. just kept turning and talking. Yeah. And it that's, was awesome. Oh, that's so fucking yeah. cool. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Soup's cool. <laughs> hey, uh, by the way, since we're talking about really great comedians, uh, it's time for a uh, little part of the show. You're going to love this. Thank you. This is a little part of the show called The Skippy Green Show. Love it. It's The Skippy Green Show. Jay Davis. How are you, you, you long-haired hippie son of a bitch? <laughs> it's an honor to be in your presence, Skippy. And it, as well it should be. <laughs> you, could feel, you could feel my aura. I, I, not oh, only is that, that what it was that hit my face? Not only that, it's the cigar smoke that you're blowing in my face right now. But, you know, thanks. Trust me, there have been, been more awkward things blown in your face. <laughs> Trust me, I've seen the videos. It's true. I, I know. I was, I've, who, who was the gaffer on this, on this shoot? <laughs> Skippy Green. Skippy Green. All right, are you ready for this? I'm ready. This is how this works. I'm going to ask you a question, and you've got to answer the question in 10 words exactly. Okay. Not 11, not 9, 
ten words. All right, I'll try. And uh, Fingers McGee will count for you. Okay. That was my nickname in college. Yes. I usually get ten up her anyway. All Ooh. right, here we go. <clears throat> if you could fuck. <laughs> I already like where this is going. While high on any ADHD medication. Ritalin. Which one would it be and why? Don't answer the question before I'm done, motherfucker. You didn't get the light yet. Okay. So, you can fuck on any, HD, any H- ADHD medicine. Okay. What would it be and why? Ten words exactly. <laughs> well, that's one. That's one. Three. Ritalin. Jeez, uh, this is hard. Isn't that the only You're not answer? the first guy to tell me that, but continue. <laughs> Which is perfect. Uh, Ridlin. Uh, and I, like, as I'm talking right now, I forgot the question, Skippy. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm dropping the ball here. Uh, who it's could about I It's about time the other one will drop soon. If you could, could fuck. fuck on any ADHD. You already said Ridlin. You got nine to go. Ridlin, why? Nine words. Oh, I got you. Because I'd be really focused and could... Ah! This is hard, dude. Go forever. Uh, my brain's about to explode right now. Because I'm thinking of sex and Ritalin. <laughs> How many is that so far, Fingers? 32. Uh, I think he had seven. He has three words left. Ritalin because you could... Something. I don't know. How about oh. you give him another question? No, the problem is I have ADHD and like this is giving me anxiety attacks. <laughs> He's already focused on something else. And I'm now. drinking all this Cuban coffee from the Cuban spot, man. I'm, uh, I would fuck on Ritalin because it would help me be focused. Focused. Two more. And satisfy the woman. I think if we hyphenate it, we can take that. Close enough. Yeah. It's not oh. Green Show. <laughs> I'm Man. so fired. I was going <laughs> to say, if you could fuck anybody in the round. Yeah, I could have done so much more. But I seriously just, it, it, I got like a ball of anxiety. You, you were like, you, you were stressing out there. You're like, just keep it simple, dude. I don't think that there's multiple medications. I think Ritalin's kind of like A number one. You know, the it? problem is I'm not on medication. I started thinking about maybe I should be on med- Like all this stuff started like, you should be on Ritalin right now. You'd probably be in better shape. Dude, no, I you think could fuck eight. anybody in the round yeah. with everybody watching and laughing at you. Yeah. The, <laughs> Who that, would it be and why? Anybody. All <laughs> I have to do is watch. It's Tell you, what, you you go talk well, to Best set of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, thank you so much for coming over and doing this, man. Man, I had a great time. Like, we, we loved having you. I, I'm hey, thankful you that you it? thought of me. I'm sorry I wasn't able to get over earlier. But, no, um, no, this is perfect. It was man. Thanksgiving, and I was supposed to do it on Thanksgiving, but I didn't realize that Thursday was Thanksgiving. But really happy to have done your show, man. I'm a big fan uh, of you, dude. Uh, trust you're hilarious. Me, the feeling is mutual. Appreciate you, and uh, thanks for having me. No oh, problem. And uh, people can fun. find you online. Yeah, and you know, just you know, I do Twitter and Facebook, J Davis Comedy, and my go. shows are Monday at the Parlor, Tuesdays um, once a month. Uh, first Tuesday of every month, I'm at the Improv on Melrose, and then. Uh, I've got my Wednesday State Social House, and I'm working on a couple other things. Uh, I might actually be doing a, a big show 
downtown LA at the Nokia Club. Oh, Ooh, sure. Soon. Oh, and awesome. they might have me do a weekly, but we're going to do a one-off probably in February. Beautiful. So man. I'm trying to see if I can't get some of my bigger name comics to let me do it with them because it's like 1,800 seats. Wow. If Holy I could shit. get that going... Holy God. It would be sick. That would yeah. be an amazing room. For and sure. downtown's making a comeback. So it is. 100%. No, definitely Maybe it's a time is. to do it. So uh, everybody listening who's in the L.A. area, you know where to find Jay doing his amazing shows. Check him out on Twitter, Allison, at Allison Comedy on Twitter, right? Yep. Or AllisonComedy.com. There you go. And uh, uh, you guys, FlipIsFunny.com, at Flip Schultz. And uh, look for us at the stage social, apparently, yes, sometime yeah. soon. Yes, Listen, uh, pick a Wednesday. Let's do it. All right, perfect. Just pick a Wednesday right now if you want. In case you want to do it the week this comes out. Um, I'll be in, in I'll be working on a cruise ship. Oh, well, that's where you'll be. <laughs> but after the New Year's, After the New Year's, we'll do it. So keep a, keep, keep a listen. We'll, there you we'd go. love to have you guys. And check Sweet. out the schedule. Thank you guys for listening so much. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. What's for dinner? What's for dinner? What, what's for dinner? Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds.